Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Unholy Trinity Podcast. Three blues. Three opinions. One Everton Podcast. Welcome to episode 16 of the Unholy Trinity podcast, where this week we'll be catching up with the latest transfer activity. Speaking about our final pre-season game in Germany. Lovely first touch by Calvert-Lewin, gets the ball under control, he's outnumbered a little bit, he's got to hold on to the ball, but it looks like he's only got one thing on his mind. Calvert-Lewin, good centre-forward play by Dominic Calvert-Lewin. We'll be looking ahead to the first game of the season away at Crystal Palace. It's not clear yet. Everton may still have an opportunity. Davis has found Coleman. Coleman to win it for Everton! And we'll be going through our Premier League predictions. For that for Richarlison. Brilliant beat done! What a fantastic finish! Well, that's why Everton paid the bucks. But before we get to all that, we'd like to welcome on the show... Current Camelier coach, Phil Haywood. Phil, thanks for, thanks for coming on. Thank you very much for inviting me. Now, some of the uh, some of our followers and listeners might know you from, from Twitter, obviously with your work with, with Camelier, but just, just give us a little bit of background in, in regards to your, your story and your, your following of the, of the club and, and Everton and where all that comes from. Um, basically, um, my dad was in the Navy for 28 years, so mum played mum and dad. Um, and in primary school, I was about eight, nine, wasn't into football. Um, and I'd say to some friends I supported Everton, some friends I supported Liverpool. So it was interesting, birthday parties, getting different presents. Um, <laughs> and back then in 97, 98, um, we weren't particularly great. So mum tried to make a big day of it, 12 o'clock, go over to Liverpool, go to McDonald's, go to the club shop, this, that and the other. 10 past three, fast asleep. Um, so stuck at it, stuck at it, um, and it was actually Kevin Campbell that um, that made me support Everton when he came. He scored quite a lot of goals, and obviously children wanna, and young people want to see lots of goals going. Um, he loved that, won't he, Kevin Campbell? He will. He absolutely loved that because he he's, he's he's still a huge a huge oh, fan of the Blues. Isn't he? He's brilliant. He's really great good. guy as well, isn't he? Oh, spot on. Um, so yeah, and then I got a, a partnership with Francis Jeffers, um, and then I got my first season ticket in '99. We done all like Nicky Barnby, Don Hutchinson, um, John Collins, a few Unsworth, and went on and on and on. Then um, started going the away matches, 
and then obviously getting older, teenager and things, mixing with more people, getting into football. Um, my love for Everton just expanded them really. It, it's it's strange that one of because you were quite elite really coming into the your love of love of football. Obviously, a lot of people say obviously you, you're born into a family and you, and you follow one or the other. You don't Well, you don't do yet with with right, some families, so. or, you know, start going again when you're sort of three or four yeah. or five, whatever it might be. And but it, it's pretty late, so it's quite it's it's amazing really. That obviously, you, you are where you are now, but it just shows you how football and in particular we're biased. Our club can can touch in it in a particular way. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, people might not know that you 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 won uh, the trip, didn't you, to Tanzania as the you were Everton fan ambassador when yeah, we yeah. went over there for, uh, when Nuri scored that that pearl. Yeah. Um, how, how did that come about? Uh, basically, again, it was to be fair. I go to, like I said, I go to games with my mum, and uh, we've been to every game home and away uh, that that season. We had to enter a competition, um, and I got pulled out. I got I was in, I'm a primary school teacher, so. I, um, lunchtime, got five or six missed calls, and offered withheld number. Don't know who they are, and by the half chance they rang again. I, I answered it, and it was Everton Football Club. A guy called Niall, and he basically said, um, "You've won a competition, um, or your mum's won a competition to, to go to Tanzania, um, but it's got to be a surprise. You can't, you can't say anything." Um, that, okay, kids, school's over. Yeah. <laughs> Open the door. I was half ten the morning. So I put the phone down and uh, I was shaking. And uh, my colleague said, "Everything all right?" Thinking it was maybe family situation. So I just had a weird call from Everton that I've won a trip to uh, Tanzania, the first team squad. Um, but I've got to keep it a surprise. Um, you didn't so sound that fellow who rang up Sky Sports. Depends if he initiated uh, either fellow. Well, <laughs> it's funny to say that. I was thinking, how many Niles do I know? Well, then I was thinking. They wouldn't give the real name if it was a hoax, so I, I just I didn't think anything of it. Um, a couple of days later, I got another phone call with more information that Leon Osman was going to come to the house with a big billboard to say, you know, you've won the competition. But again, keep it a surprise. Um, so then again, later down the line, got another phone call saying they're coming that evening, five o'clock, um, and he did. He he came. Leon Osman spent spent the, uh, an hour or so in the house talking about. This, that, and the other, and then the next week we were on our on our way to Tanzania, the first team. It's incredible, really. Yeah. If you think yeah. about that, yeah, amazing, absolutely amazing. What was your experience like actually? On you went on the plane with all the players, everything else. I mean, quite yeah. experiencing. Yeah. I think the time when I come home, it's sunk. It's sunk in that of all these Evertonians, I, we got chose. Yeah, yeah, we we uh, was very surreal. We arrived at Liverpool Airport, and we met um, a few of the Everton fan engagement team. Which, Told us our, our itinerary, sorry. Yeah. Um, and then we they give us a GoPro, and the cameraman said, just, just let the players go on the plane first. You watch them go on. They're at the front of the plane, get your videos, and then you're going on. And as we're going on, you've got Big Duncan Ferguson looking at me, you've got Coom and Snarling, you've got <laughs> Kevin Morales flicking people's ears, you've got, but all just looking at us, thinking, who are these people? Who are these ordinary people kind of thing? And we went to the back of the plane, and what I thought was bizarre, because Wayne Rooney signed two days before, which was a good PR statement to go out to, Ken, uh, to Tanzania, yeah. um, is the fact that they had an area where the place would get up, because it was such a long flight, and, and, and do uh, stretches like Ashley Williams was up every every half an hour that's a, that that's a prize <laughs> stretching <laughs> off we had Snidling uh, Rooney Jaggy Elka all playing Uno and card games but the atmosphere of the players with Rooney signing was just a big 
built. You, know, so you could feel the buzz on it. It yeah, was yeah, great, yeah, yeah. yeah. But again, just pinching yourself. Uh, we landed, and it was crazy because they were all singing for Balassi. Some people, a lot of people came from the Congo, uh, the Congo where he's from, and yeah, yeah, yeah. they were, you know, they drove there in in, in hundreds wow. singing Balassi flags. And he was injured at the time, but he came, he, he came over to, um, you know, to, to be the face of that. Yeah. Um, again, we stayed in the same hotel, so I've got Luckman in the room next door, we've got Gareth Barry. Did you smile at Luckman when you, when you were there? No, no, not <laughs> once. I had Gar- Gareth Barry opposite, I had Garner, who, again, but you felt obliged to go up to them, but, because um, we're quite shy people anyway, um, they, they came over and, and would sign everything. They were really Michael Keane was probably the he had just signed as well that summer. Yeah. So he was like, how's you know like your family, where you're from, oh, that's great. It took a real interest. He's a genuine guy, yeah. Oh, the, yeah. but yeah, they all yeah. were. Yeah. James McCarthy, the, the all the all Aaron Lennon was there. He'd been ill uh, mentally, so he it was great to see him there. Mm. But it was just, it, it was a great trip. But again, I still we still talk about it today. Mm. Today, like, yeah. Did you so obviously we know obviously you you follow the Blues and that, but like I mentioned earlier on. You also now you coach it at Camel Lane. Yeah. Uh, when did you start doing? Because you you wait for B qualified, aren't you? When did you start doing your coaching badges, and how did it lead to get into this position now? Uh, basically, when I was leaving school, I got to that age where you think, what do you want to do when, when you're old? And everyone says, play for Everton or professional football. And obviously, that hardly happens. So, I was looking to stay in sport. Um, I always wanted to do like either physiotherapy or PE teacher or a sports coach, whatever, whatever role it was. Um, went to college and then uh, I went to America in, in Atlanta and lived out there and worked out there in Atlanta um, it, during college before I went I done my level 1 and level 2 um, coaching badges and youth modules um, and I thought just because of my age I wanted a bit more of that um, so come back from America I'd done a bit of charity work in uh, Uganda funny enough and uh, I thought just seeing different people, I wanted, I wanted to experience different cultures and different countries, I want to go back, again I was still young, 22, 23, um, done me for B, it was funny because we had uh, Dion Dublin, Lee Henry, Ian Taylor, ex-Aston Villa players, and it was just unreal what the information they were given and the experiences, it just wanted me to keep going on and going on, and the focus and the, and the drive was there. Um, and then I've done my own teams, like Saturday League, Sunday League, um, and this opportunity came with Camel Aird, which was, was really exciting, actually. And if you just started, this is your first yeah, season, so, was it? Yeah, so it was pre-season, the start of July, uh, the, the sandals, um, bleed tests, yeah. tested them, weighed them, um, done some spinning classes, and so it, which, which has been really good, because the team then, the staff, what um, they've, they've had a lot of change at Camel uh, They've knocked their... Um, their facilities down, they've got 600, 700,000 for that, and they've put it back into the team. Um, so they've got like uh, better physios, dietricians, they've got more coaching staff, and um, they've uh, been able to to then explode then onto the scene. Um, but it's been really good, to be honest, it's been really good. Good start to the season yesterday? Definitely, yeah. The, the pre season quite slow. Um, I'm manager, hate me for saying this, but I don't look into pre season as much. I think it went that first game, we didn't play particularly great yesterday, but I think the three points is all that matters, which is which is great. And we follow up on an away trip on Tuesday in Manchester, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, obviously now you're you're coaching at a at a half decent level here, yeah. aren't you? You can you can see. Um what what league are they in Camelade? So they're in the county south division. Right, okay. Yeah. 
So how many, how many tiers is that from? So you've got the North, you've got the North County South and North, then the North County's Prem, then the Unibond. Right. And then you've got obviously the, the National League. There's only a few down, isn't it? It is, yeah. 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 You've got some talented players. We have, it's a brand new team. Basically there's a, a lot of Liverpool lads going over to the world and playing, but I think well, 60% of the squad now is world based. Um, I think um, we train Tuesdays, Thursdays, one on the Wirral, one on, in Liverpool, so it's that balance again, the good atmosphere. A lot of younger lads, you know, a bit of experience last year, legs have gone, so uh, a little bit more um, youth and a bit more excitement really. Yeah. Yeah. So outside of your football then, obviously we spoke on off air and, and prior to today's show, you, you do quite a bit, you mentioned earlier about charity work. And there's, there's one thing in particular at the moment which you you spend devoting a lot of your time to one particular charity. Do you want to let people know what that's all about? Yeah, this is a, obviously a PE teacher in school on the world. Um, and we've got a little girl who's got cerebral palsy. Um, she struggles every day. Um, and she's got a frame, can't use her limbs. Um, but she's all there in the mind. She can still communicate. She can still she still wants to join in. Um, and because we're a primary school, we haven't got the facilities, we haven't got, uh, for example, we haven't got ramps, we haven't got the sport equipment for her to join in in a normal PE lesson. Um, so for me, because obviously children, I want to do sports and, and to have a happy life, because when I was that age, I you know, I had a happy life and things. So I just want to give it. something back. Yeah. Um, and to see a struggle, um, just to be able to get into the, the dinner hall, to get onto the playground, it's, uh, I just think, you know, I I've got to give something back here. You know, and, and it doesn't take a lot to to just voice my opinion or, or to do something and, and help really. So I think it's it's all good that we can try and raise as much money. So all the money that you're raising coming there is going to go towards improving facilities at the school, is it fair? Well, it's it's for that, yeah. But mainly, um, it's to have a it, it's a it's a huge operation which has just been get granted really. It's to it's to go to America to give uh, the opportunity to get um, her nerves back in her body, so in her spine, in her back, to try and use her legs and arms. And they, they need to raise 45,000, and we've just raised 10,000 at the moment, but um, the operation's in January, but the cut-off is the end of November. So we need to raise that money, um, which is not not far at all, and for it to get over to America to be able to, to have this operation. So anyone, obviously, mm. Uh, wants to give give Phil a follow um, also as well Emily's got a, a Twitter handle at Emily American which is to do with obviously raising money for the operation the Just Given link is on there as well also follow follow Phil we'll put uh, Phil's Twitter handle out as well um, for any any fundraising activities if you want to you want to get involved uh, I know you, you're still looking for like sort of raffle prizes and things like that Phil yeah so I've uh I've took a lot on with it really. I'm doing a lot, lots of bucket walks, uh, auctions, and raffle prizes. We've been really kind. Uh, a lot of people, uh, businesses, and, and people giving prizes. Um, obviously, doing lots of football, f- fancy footballs, and different activities on, on that. It's just to try and raise the profile of the charity and to try and raise as much as we can before that deadline. So, so anyone interested, like we said, Follow Emily's operation, Twitter handle, follow Phil's, look out for any, any fundraising activities and, and obviously get yourselves involved. Let, let's sign raise as much money as we as we can before before November. So we'll without further ado, Phil. Thanks very much for that. We appreciate Thank you coming on, mate. Uh, we'll move on and we'll we'll look now at the at the blues because a lot's a lot's happened since we last sat down last week and, and spoke about obviously pre season and transfers and so on. Notable things this week. It's Issa Gay. 
on his way out to PSG as we all expected last week but also a couple of um, major I'd say major major incomings into the club well yeah mate I mean we've obviously got the uh, the Italian kid over the over the line um, let's start today. With because, yeah, yeah, because he's, he's we've been crying out for a striker yeah I think only a handful of people on Twitter were, were moaning about it um, I, saw, I, saw, I still saw a few this morning I just can't I, 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 <laughs> I don't do this very often I have to unfollow people because they're just driving me nuts in terms yeah. of, you know, someone was saying he's failed a medical, someone was saying he's been, he's been <laughs> to another club. I like that. It, people go under, don't they? Uh, people go under. I, think, I think it's just it's just experience of three brands in silver where that we've had so many experiences in the past where we've overpaid for players, missed out on players, brought in rubbish. Wages. haven't worked out. Wages have been through the roof. We've, yeah. That trust has yet to be built up, hasn't it? Uh, I think now the more than proven the worth yeah. brand I mean the patience is key isn't it of patience course, yeah. Yeah. Judge, judge brands okay you know you had a good first season yeah, in, a, in a limited transfer window because obviously the squad got together late after the World Cup everything else judging when Thursday at 5 o'clock when we look at that when we look at the squad and look who he's brought in you know he's obviously you know bringing, bringing um, Moise Keane that's how you say it Lee. Moise Keane he's told us bringing him in yeah. not only just bringing him in bringing him in on Let's be honest, a really, really good deal. Isn't it? Yeah. A really good deal. If you look a lot of the Juve fans, and that's normally an indication, the opposite of Bernard Traore, by the way, like they're, they're gutted to lose him. They're actually genuinely but, gutted. But something we spoke about on the last pod was this deal really hinged on a buyback, buyback yeah, clause, it did. didn't it? Yeah. No buyback. No buyback. First so refusal. What a coup that is. Let's be honest, that's, that's, that's not it's really worth the paper it's written on. And then you've got the guy for what was it in the end? Twenty was it twenty five mil in the end with add ons? It was tw- twenty seven and a half, wasn't it? But basically the the way it's it's structured, like you know, we're no financial experts, but today it came out it was eight million over three years. Oh, yeah, yeah, so it's so eight it's, million now, isn't it? And then the rest but over like another. That's affair, outrageous. Uh, isn't it? I mean, not only that, it's the wages as well. That's what it's good to see. You're not bringing a nineteen year old kid in who's obviously been told that you're one of the best in the world so at 55, your age. 56 thousand. Exactly. Maybe. You're not giving him straight away. There's hundred grand like we yeah. did with uh, Sandro and things like that. You know, yeah. you can have what you want, mate. You know, he's basically told him, hasn't he? Like, look, you know, you work your way up, you perform well, we'll increase. Mm-hmm. You know, and look, one thing so I've read, I've read quite a few stories about uh, this kid coming over, and obviously he's, he grew up in a very rough part, East Turin, around there, and um, he's had to earn his way there. Up, 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 up up to the level he got to at Juve didn't he you know he's come from a very very tough background and I think that's one thing that Brand clearly identifies as well which is a good thing because Moyes was a stickler for this one he's like mm. the attitude of the player isn't it you know these kids now coming through a lot of them you know millionaire millennials like we were discussing off air then some of them would be I can imagine a nightmare to manage I mean look at like Lingard and people like that for God's sake absolute nightmare but this kid looks like you know his attitude is almost matches his ability. I mean, it's too early to say yet, but judging from what I've read and what other people have said about him, you know, he looks like he's going to be a real talent, doesn't he? Yeah, definitely. And what what hits it on the head is um, the winners as well. He's won at a, such a young age. Yeah. And yeah. um, and what there was links of him Arsenal going to put a bid in, but it, the the main thing is he wants to play games. Yeah. It wasn't just want to sit around again like Juventus. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you're right. He looks a real a real steal for the. The money. I think the thing is, it, it was it is so highly thought of throughout Europe. There was there was big clubs um, sniffing around. I think Arsenal started to come in last minute, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, to try and scupper the deal. I think from an Everton point of view, we've been crying out for a striker. I think with this kid, and I say kid because that's exactly what he is. 
you've got to give him time yeah you, you, you can't have people that, you just can't have people you know in the ground going to game on the kids back if he doesn't score for five or six games he's good he's learning about a brand new league it's the quickest league in the world completely in my different league totally different to Italy totally different but the key with this lad is he's got all the attributes and it, it appears the right attitude to succeed and it feels like we'll all be surprised if he started again for a while Yeah, he will be start. yeah I mean we've got to Palace later on but he will be starting against Palace in my opinion game game time well, that's he'll why, be introduced slowly I think that's why he signed hasn't he? Yeah. He, he, he on the promise that he is going to be given game time and he's you know as you say he is, he's a raw talent is probably the best way to describe him but one, one exciting sign of this what, what a great deal like Pete just said as well you know we're, we're in the market now for for real talent yeah. and what what brands and, and silver are trying to do is, is work to this this model i think the brands at, the, at psv we're not overpaying for players you know when you, you see the price some of the prices they're being paid in the summer we know how good nicholas pepe is mm-hmm. but set was a 72 and a half million pound which is a lot of money mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. someone who's had probably one or two decent seasons in france well they paid 15 million for him last year that's mm-hmm. all yeah yeah you know i mean so but going back to, to keen i do think you know, if you look at his, his attributes, his raw attributes, people have said, look, he's, he's got a bit of pace. He's not lightning, but he's got pace. He looks like he's got a bit of strength about him, but yeah. again, not Lukaku size and that, but he's got a bit, you know, he can hold people off. But some of the goals I've seen him score, what I've been um, almost like pleased to see, if you want to say that, is, is that they look like strikers' goals. He's not scoring, he's not dribbling past three and banging it in the top bin. He's literally scoring like, you know, tapping, alerting the box, isn't it? Like a, a striker, almost kind of what you accuse Calvert Lewin of not having that instinct in the box. They've all been little shinners, little sort of like rebounds off the keeper, and that's what we need. Right, we need yeah, somebody. Yeah. We need somebody who can basically just score like a crap goal, isn't it? You know what I mean? Score a little like tapping from two yards, and Richardson does that a little bit. He comes alive in the box. You saw some of his goals last season, but I'm hoping this kid will give us that. You know, because if you look at the amount of chances. Like the likes of Sigurdsson and that created for the likes of Walcott and Cavalier and things like last season, we just didn't take him. I'll tell you what, it'd be yeah. interesting, Lee, is whether he plays centrally or whether yeah. Silver starts out yeah. playing him on the right to take a bit of pressure off him, yeah. but also to give him a little bit more positional freedom. Yeah, it will be. It'd be look, look, it's just great to get a kid of that talent and, and to bring him to us. I mean, you know, you mentioned Brandon there, Mike. I think, you know, what a guy, what a guy to bring into the club. The contacts he's got, you know, particularly with like Ray Over and people like who, let's be honest, they run the game now. Some of these agents in terms of trying to get kids, but the, you know, the players we've signed in recent times through him have been City, Barcelona, and now Juve. I mean, we just weren't, we just weren't in for those types of players before, were we? You know, what I mean, we're now in, you know, we're fishing for those sort of players in those sort of ponds, which is great. But he, but even then, you know, yeah, we we are buying from, from top level clubs now you know the top of the team within their particular countries in Europe but also we're also selling I mean like said it's a gay just gone to PSG top of the French league year in year out quality outfit again yeah it's an outgoing player but it shows that we're doing something right he yeah. was bought for just over 7 million yeah. he's gone for 13, 13 good to see him go but right time to sell him and what a price we've got for yeah, it, was, it was a good price it was a good price and you know we all we've all said how good he how good uh, we think he is and how, how hard he thought of he is within the Everton fan base um, but we said last week he was definitely going to go that that was on, on the cards but what it's, what we're what we're seeing now with, with Silver is he, he's now brought in Jürgen Bamman mm. you can say his name three different ways apparently but I hope we go was it Bamba yeah he came out it's like an Everton thing at the moment every time he's starting a player 
You're gonna get asked how, how do you say your name? We'll um, <laughs> get a nickname really though. Oh no doubt, no doubt. But he's being brought in. Not yeah, he is a replacement for Rizzi Sagay, but he's a, he's, a, he's a different style of play. He's a player now which fits into the silver system, isn't he? That's that's what's becoming becoming clear. Silver now is trying to play a particular way, and this kid's now coming in to do that. He's he's a big lad, just over just over six six foot six foot one. Um, he's got legs. Yeah. He looks carry the ball as well. Yeah, he likes sister, to yeah. the ball. Yeah. Sister, yeah. You know, he, so he looks different to Gay, doesn't he? And I think you know, we talked about this on a previous pod, but I think ultimately, and we saw it with the Bremen game, which we'll come on on to in a second. But he wants us to play four three three. He always has done, and he, he didn't do that last season. I don't think he had he had the personnel to do it. Now I think bringing this lad in, he's always said he wants an out and out six, doesn't he? Someone that not only can break it but also be progressive with it when he gets it. Let me tell you the good thing about that. Like I mentioned last week, Gomez on ice. That's what you get from four three three. You get Andre Gomez, who's allowed to move through the midfield and carry the ball. Well, you're seeing Gomez often in the pre-season, in the pre-season, having a bit more freedom, haven't you? And we know how good Andre Gomez is. But Gabama, like you say, PC should allow a bit more freedom within the midfield yeah. for whoever else is, is around. Because in the long term, he's the one who's going who's gonna to come in. Not potentially on, on Saturday against Palace, but in the long term, mm-hmm. that kid that kid will come in. Um, well, we talked about that on the pod about Delph. Because I, I, I mentioned on the pod last week, and then Silva came out and agreed with me afterwards. So <laughs> thanks, Marco, for that. I just In, in, in the little snippets I saw, I saw Delph, he's, he's such a... Presence, you can see that already. And apparently, on the training ground, he's already demanding a high stand, which is great. You know, what I mean, he's, he's barking out and things like that. But you could see he was demanding a ball off the centre halves a lot and getting on it. He likes to have a lot of touches. And you can see Gomez was almost kind of like semi lost then, even if it was only a pre season. You can see, well, that, that's kind of my job. You know, what I mean, I was the one who was getting on it and spraying balls and playing that sort of like you know, quarterback role. And I could see then thinking, like, these guys are just like they're gonna clash here. And we, let's be honest, you'd rather have Gomez on the ball a lot more than you'd rather have Delph, and that's no disrespect to him, but. So, you know, you, I think you're right. You've said that I think Delph will start against Palace if he's not injured following the, the pre-season the other day. But um, ultimately, I do think Gabamin will come in and then Gomez will probably just play. Well, him and Sigurdsson will play ahead of him, ahead of him money. I think that's what he wants. I think so. But, what, I mean, we, but I don't want to sort of go into this sort of what we're going to discuss later on, but the, the Sigurdsson rules are for discussion, I think, as well. Um, the way things are sound in the pre-season. But we'll, we'll come on to that anyway. What um, do you think of, of Keane then, mate? Are you happy that we've got him? I am um, again on, on social media and people saying, um, "Oh, it is age. It's this that." We wanted a proven striker, so I heard something today um, saying, "We won't sign another striker." You watch on transfer deadline; they will end up getting well back on a free. And uh, you know, people, negative yeah, people, yeah, just, constant, uh, yeah. just constant. And you know, sometimes I wonder if they are really blues kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. But saying what you were saying before about maybe sticking them out wide, like Lukaku did under Martinez, and uh, what I thought about. You can, you can. If you lose the ball out there, it's quicker to recover exactly. and things like that. Um, we looked like he had a bit of skill about him as well. He likes to dribble, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. I, I did notice that. I can't wait for him to do that little there when he brings the ball down, yeah. fix the ball yeah, around yeah, his sorry. back leg in front, in front of the uh, the paddock. That'll be an absolute pleasure to watch that. Yeah. He and he's got great dance moves as well, hasn't he? Yeah. His, his, da- his dancing, his dancing is top level. So that that'll go down well. You can see him and me in front of the cop as well. Giving it, giving it, giving it large. Imagine that. Yeah. yeah. So it's exciting though, isn't it? You know, we're, yeah. we yeah. everyone was sort of on on centre hooks waiting for the transfer to go through. I understand. We say we understand why after after previous years and well, say previous years, probably the last probably twenty twenty five years really when it comes to transfers, but. The, the buzz it's created amongst Everton fans is, is absolutely fantastic, isn't it? To, to get someone who is so talented and so highly thought of throughout Europe, it's a bit of a coup for the club. 
and it shows shows you where Brandon Silva and to be fair Mashiri mm. he's back he's back yeah, all his managers he's, he's back all his managers he's got to yeah. be given credit Mashiri he has to be he's stuck down in his yeah, pocket he has he's cleared the debts he's got the club obviously going in the right direction mm-hmm. he's appointed now the right people though it took him a bit of time mm. you know you've got to give him a lot of credit you know, and, and dare I say, even give Bill a little bit of credit for finding the right man because he would have probably been approached by a lot of people. Look at some of these clubs that are, you know, but look at like to Mike Ashley at Newcastle. Imagine being in there. Well, that's now. it. People can complain about Bill Kenway, but at the end of the day, he's been so so careful with Everton as a yeah. football club. Yeah. And yeah, I think exactly. ultimately he's, he's put us into safe hands, hasn't he? I yeah. think um, in the relationship, you know, you never see Mashiri on his own, it's always Ken right next to yeah. him. And I think. It has taken time. Except for that call on Sky Sports. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems very balanced. Like Denise yeah. as well is there um, yeah. leading the way as well. And I just think it seems more organised, let's yeah. say. Um, and hopefully, fingers crossed, this is the year. You know. Well, I, I think we've got, you know, we, we talked about the whole centre-half situation. Um, and while we're on transfers, we might as well bring up Zima again. Because I think... Mike, you're convinced he's going to come in. Convinced, mate, yeah. Um, convinced when I spoke to him last night, he said to me he's, he'd, he'd be here Thursday, Thursday morning for medical. No. You, you know my feelings on Kurt Zuma. He was our best centre-half last season. Um, I think he's fantastic. He's, he's exactly, he's the fuggle that is needed and that's for a centre-half partnership. So whether it's it's Mina or Keane, it's Zuma and another. That's that's mm. the way it's got to be because he recovers so well. He's quick. He's strong. That so, pace is the difference between yeah, him and them two by a distance. It's it's yeah. known. I think any anyone who understands football can see that two centre halves who are exactly the same, i.e. Keane and Mina, will not work. It showed a bit yesterday against Werder Bremen at times. He got turned a little bit. Mm. Looked a little bit sluggish. Keane at one point got turned inside out and just pulled the fella back and give a free kick away. Fine, it happens to to everyone. I'm sure, but he looked a bit sluggish. That's why a Kurtzuma type works well. There's been there hasn't been any other real strong links to any other centre half, mm. but Kurtzuma. From what what was being said yesterday, he's he's apparently said he wants to move. Um, apparently for Chelsea, he's been really really poor as well. Yeah, he? on purpose. Like, I don't doubt. I don't yeah. doubt. Yeah, no, he's really struggling. He has, yeah, he, yeah. He's obviously. I think Lampard maybe even said something like, "You're not going anywhere." So, and obviously Mourinho, the idiot, coming out as well. He's still <laughs> chipping in. You know, yeah, yeah, what he's yeah. worth, but. Um, you know, I do hope we get him. I, I genuinely think you, if we do get him at centre half, and obviously add one or two, maybe you know, right back to push Coleman and all that. I do think we've got a great chance. I think Zuma. I think we should just, if if the player wants to come, just go all out and just try and get him. Especially yeah. for the fee being quoted as well. What is it? Somewhere between thirty, forty million. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. when you look at what Harry Maguire has just gone for, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. I just think with Zuma, I think everything about him, the way he defends, it's aggressive about pulling and and slack. He just. When he's on the ball, he, he was driving a few yeah. times on the ball. Yeah. I think the way he clears, he puts everything in it. It's yeah. not half-hearted. Yeah. It's passing. It's fizzing, not you know yeah. just passing. I think he's the. I think he's the way forward. If, yeah. You know. I think a lot helps though. We, we discussed on about atmosphere within the club, and we've said on previous podcasts how, how important, especially at a club like ours, attitude and and a good team ethic has always been key to a successful Everton side. I think you've seen it now. I think I think Marco Silva's got it absolutely spot on. People want to be at Everton. People want yeah, to be. It looks a happy camp. It does. Yeah. It's a happy camp. I mean, it's easy to sort of you know when you see these videos come out on social media from obviously the the Everton media team and 
you know they're all coming out for it onto the, the train and pitch and you've got me and on people's backs and laughing and joking but listen I don't think it's false with it I think it's I think it's genuine and that's 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 Kate was was happy to be at Everton he loved it he was laughing he was joking he's not the happiest smiling. person in the world isn't he yeah well his middle name's <laughs> happy isn't it so it, it fits right in but I think it's so it's okay I think he wants he wants to be at Everton well on that um, with Charles the other day at the, at the Finch Farm um, and what you were saying there that we've got a lot of foreign speaking Brazilians and yeah. Portuguese speaking and um, he, he's learning the language he wants to learn the language he's not you know, we were on, he was on the stage with Tom Davis, and they were nudging each other as he was speaking. His interpreter was fantastic, mm. so uh, scouse humour and things. And at the end, as they're walking off, Darren Griffiths was talking, and Richardson's got a mic with Tom Davis and they're singing Richardson song, you know, in front of four hundred fans, and it just gets everyone happy. And yeah, you know, yeah. he didn't have to do that, but you can just say he, he loves being here. Yeah. He mentioned about the weather; he's used to the weather. He's you know that's not a problem. Yeah, so but like you said, you got Mina, uh, you got Bernard. I don't think he stopped smiling since he's uh, yeah, he a really nice lad as well, didn't he? But um, like you said, yeah, it's not false. It, it is the, the and I feel like you said, Marco Silva's generated that atmosphere, and I think it comes from his style, isn't it? Yeah, but and that's why I mean, obviously, people we just mentioned Kurtzuma there, but other players linked strongly linked to the club in the last sort of couple of weeks and, and few days really. One that's reappeared again is Wilfred Zaha doesn't seem to want to go away apparently he wants to come to the club going to be a difficult deal to, to thrash out before Thursday's deadline but is he is he the kind of player that you that you see coming to Goodison what's your thoughts because we've had a chat briefly about this last week I'd be interested to get your thoughts on it whether for I was Zaha, for Zaha yeah, do you, would you like him to come to us I, I, I would I think he's exciting I think um, I was looking at Palace's record last year when he played to when he didn't play um, I think he's he grew up a little bit from when he was at Man United and Cardiff. I think he's added a bit more to his game. I know there was uh, eighteen months or so ago he was moaning that he was getting fouled too much or kicked too much, but again he was he was still providing the goals and assists. It'd just be interesting to see where he would play if he came to us. Um, and years ago I always said uh, like when when Walcott signed for Everton, it could have been easy for him to just stay in London, picked up his money, or gone to Southampton. The fact he came up north, um, and I know he's he's like Marmite. You either like Walcott or you don't. I, I just think with Zaha, um, it, it, I think it's that that would be the last jigsaw piece for me. Um, it, it really would. I think he needs it. Um, but I think what's worrying for him is that no one else is coming in for him. That's, That's the worrying I, thing. I think we're I'm not uh, for it. Well, they were really apparently they made a bid, but I think they're six to one. Napoli to sign him, so yeah. and he clearly doesn't see, seem to want to leave, to leave England, does he? Mm-hmm. Um, Everton are four to nine to do a deal for Zaha. I, I just think I think the deal will go. I just think it might be a bit too close to the deadline now. Unless, I just can't see Palace selling him, mate. What, he, he's the difference for me for them whether they go down or not. Mm-hmm. I think he's that important to them, and the way Palace is set up, you know, hard to beat. Roy Hodgson, and obviously he has he can get away with being a bit of a luxury player for them. I think Silva will demand him. Right, you're pressing because the whole team's pressing here. You know I, I mean, Palace don't need to sell them, but they do need to bring players I'm in. Sure to and we've that. got at least three players. With the signings we just mentioned, and the rest. Yeah, the signings we just mentioned. I was about to say that the fact that they don't need to sell with with the fullback. We went to United, um, but they they got beat four 0 yesterday um, again pre-season. But they look shy of players. You know, you have got Tosin, you have got McCarthy, you've got. Yeah. Yeah, it's Thursday's a deadline, isn't it? So if Palace, if they were going to, we're on Sunday now, 
mean, if they're going to sell him and they want to get people in, surely you would well, sell him now. I'm going to put my neck out, Lee. I'm going to, and I'm going to say, right, that not putting bids in. And that to me says the waiting for movement to occur with Zaha because agree, yeah. they, this this short before the window closed, yeah. you need to bring players in. They've got fifty mm. million for Wan Bissaka plus however much else was in the kitty. Why aren't they putting bids in for players? I think it's because they're waiting to see what happens with Zaha. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. It'd be interesting. It'd be interesting. We, we were all kind of like slightly. Dead. For me, I was all I wanted was to get to get Malcolm. Um, Purely because Silva definitely wants his left-footed right winger because I think it gives us an actual balance. We haven't got many left-footed players in the squad, um, and I think if you look at the way the best teams play this four-three-three, they do have a left-footer and a right-footer, and the ability to cut in or, or even switch wings and change it up and things like that. I think it just gives us a different dynamic. And for me, Malcolm, I don't know why on earth he's gone to Zenit. We I mean, do, I mean, we do. Well, we do know, yeah, <laughs> six million euros. But I mean, like um, apparently, Mike, you were saying he's already been like. Uh, like racially yeah, abused by his own fans already. There's a flag, a flag tweet on his debut saying about stitches of sedition and don't sign black players, which is just incredible. Uh, and this let's just put a 30 million bid in for him now. But, <laughs> but Lee, you were saying before we start recording, look at the contrast between the response of Evertonians to uh, Moise King. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, the, well, the, what's the Twitter handle you put out about getting this this flag and or this banner for the, yeah, uh, the first home game of the season? This, was it? Uh, I, think, I think he's known as. Moist Ken is the is the Twitter. <laughs> that's not that's not his Twitter handle. But and Alan Myers is backing it now. He's, he's all over it. Alan Myers yeah. trying to push it. And it's a great idea. I mean, what what what's what's better than you know than making someone feel totally welcome? He he, he suffered over there and he didn't get any backing at all from his own club. In my opinion, look at what Bonucci well, said. It was a Cali, the it was a Cali game that was in particular, yeah. wasn't it? Where he basically was getting massively abused, yeah. and then um, obviously the lad goes and scores and just stands there. And then obviously he got criticised not only by Benucci, who's a senior pro, but also by his own manager, which is a disgrace, really. Isn't it? it is. So it is. So, so what, what's what's better than showing the the lad, nineteen year old kid, comes from a brand new country, backing him, something like that, which we all believe in. And there's no place in in the world, never mind football, for for that kind of that kind of behaviour. Um, but the the Twitter handle who, who start this off is uh, at Samba Domingo. If you want to give give them a follow, trying to get a. A little bit of. Uh, What's he wants to do that? Like just Italian. So, so it's like I think it's a flag so, in it in Italian to it say is, welcome. And yeah, yeah, it is. And I think from what I saw earlier on, before we came on to, to record, someone set up a a GoFundMe page or just giving page just yeah. to put a few quid in to get this banner made. So I think it's going to become a reality. And listen, I think it's a great idea. But you yeah. know, it's, it's welcome. Said, will stand with you, isn't it? Against yeah, racism yeah, like totally. Italian, which I think. What, what a welcome for that young kid coming yeah. here, you know what I mean? He's had absolute dogs abuse over there to come over here and then, you know, yeah. we're with you, you know. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's fantastic. That just sums it up as fans, that. There's no better team, you yeah. know, if you put the work in, yeah. Evertonians will love you and they'll talk yeah. about you from years and years yeah. of time. I don't yeah, want to build fantastic. this kid up, but he could become an absolute legend of the club. Yeah. And yeah. I know I know people get, get carried away when you bring signers in and stuff like that, but this this kid could be an absolute, yeah, absolute star by for us. While we're on kids quickly as well, just wanted to mention in terms of transfers then, it looks like, although it's not been confirmed yet, we're going to sign this Brazilian wonder kid as well, and he's the next Kaká by all accounts. Runier, is he? Uh, yeah, I mean, he looks. I mean, if, if we get him as well, I mean, 17, you can't sign until he's 18. Yeah, we would be good until January, is that right? But he plays in like Sigurdsson's position, doesn't he? He's like number 10. Um, yeah. And, you know, again, look, we've been linked with these. We would never get these kids in a million years a few years ago. Now we're getting them ahead of the likes of City and other teams who've obviously snapped these guys up. You know, if we, you know, it's a lot of money. It's reported to be thirty to forty million euros, or something like that. But I mean, look again, we're in that market again. We're in there. And we're getting them ahead of the big boys, and you know, 
all credit to him. You know, if you, I bet you any money, Keane would have looked at that and gone, right, what have Everton got here? Right, okay, the new stadium, things like yeah, okay. And he would have seen the likes of Richardson and people like who've been playing week in, week out, and he's like a young kid, 19, 20. Something the summer for him. Yeah, exactly. Copper, yeah. yeah, he's gone to the copper, he's won that. And he would have looked at that and gone, right, these guys are giving kids a chance. You know what I mean? Maybe that's, right. Like you said, the likes of Arsenal with Lacazette and Aubameyang, am I really going to get a game there? Yeah, Silver's not scared. To, you know, if you're good enough, you can play in the team. I think. I think. Yeah. I think. Apparently, the the pull to Everton from, if you want to believe what's what's being written, was the fact that he he's this kid seen in Charleston and how he's developed yeah, in, in twelve months. Because Charleston is is a hundred percent a better player than he was at Watford for me. You watch how he's developed in, in the last the last twelve months and how he's embraced the club, how the fans have embraced the Charleston, which is a really real key thing. So these these types of these young wonder kids, if you want to call them that, see all that and they think, yeah. Have a little bit of that, but you know the most televised league in the world in the in the Premier yeah. League. Yeah. You know, a club that's that that appears to be friendly, welcomes its players, supports them. The fan base is fantastic. But we've got a, a ground on the on the horizon, a brand new ground in, in in a great location. It all pulls these players in, and it's definitely it's, it's exciting times. It's it's proven that Marcel Brands was it was an absolutely fantastic yeah, introduction mm-hmm. after after the school teacher. Oh yeah, after school. <laughs> What about um, Marcus in Dream, Everton Suarez, who obviously was one of the best players in the Copa America. We've been linked with him this week as well. What's everyone's thoughts on that? He's the left-footed right-winger as well, isn't <laughs> Seems it? like a tentative link, doesn't it? Apparently he yeah. was offered to us uh, and Everton responded by saying we're pursuing other, ta- other targets at the moment. Again, you, you don't know where the truth lies, do you? You, you don't. I mean, as we said, we said previously, it'd be an absolute marketing dream, wouldn't it, yeah. to get him in? But Shirt sales Everton on the front, Everton on the back, you know, it's, what, what, what a way to go about business. But take that out of the equation, he's, he's a very, very talented individual. Do we think he's going to come in? No, probably not. Um, Narez has been linked again. He has, but, but then mind you, be linked in there, guys. I don't think that one's going to get off the ground. Um, Zayek is it? Ajax, yeah, yeah. a little little link to him. Lozano as well. Lozano has said today that he, he wants to leave PSV. So probably probably stronger, more, more goes towards that way. And and Zaha are probably the two. Do you think this will be go right to deadline day then? Yes. Thursday. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. I think I think what's going to come in now. Um, Whoever comes in, you're looking at Wednesday 30 for all of them, to be honest yeah, with you. Right, right back, right back alone. I think, I think, I just think two. We'll, I think we'll get two in. But yeah, again, like you said, right, I, 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 I right back on loan yeah, on top of that. Something, yeah. yeah. I, I just think um, they'll be go quiet for a few days and then the last, like, it'll explode. I think, yeah. like you said, they'll, if someone goes for someone, then it'll open the door for someone else. And then, what worries me is, again, um, when we had Koeman and we brought so many for the Europa League and we, it started in July. How many is going to stay with us? Mm. I think that's the key. Like McCarthy, is he still going to be here? And, I think. Yeah. I think. Well, I've just seen as well um, when we've we've been talking. Then apparently, just four clubs in for Mason Holgate. Everton willing to sell for eight million quid. Eight million. Eight million. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Eight million. So he's obviously made the call. He doesn't think he's good enough. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd probably agree. Yeah. So the, the clubs. Shame, sorry, three clubs: Bournemouth, Burnley, Sheffield United. West Brom not in from then. No, well, Everton went back to West Brom and said because they wanted a loan again. Everton said it's either permanent deal or nothing. So he had a great season for that, right? I think his level, I think his level is probably top of the championship. He never bulked, did he? Just for centre half, that's where he wants to play. I know, yeah, he plays right, but he is too small. Because he's actually pretty good on the ball, isn't he? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's prone to a lapse in concentration, yet, and I think that, albeit again pre-season, I mean, he, he's had he a poor kind of pre-season. Gave the pen away, didn't he? And then mm-hmm. five minutes later, lets the guy run off him. Yeah, so I think he's prone to that. I think he did that a couple of times last season, not last season, the season before as well, didn't he, when he was playing centre-half. 
where suddenly the ball would be flipped over the top you think oh he's miles off and then the whole game's playing him on yeah. I mean, well, so we, we did say early on in pre-season didn't we it looked like Silva was having a good look at him he, mm. he got quite a few minutes didn't he in the yeah, early yeah, games yeah. He's given, yeah, he's given him ample opportunities to, to impress and I don't think he's particularly done that um, so we, he's won like you said then Phil obviously you've got the likes of uh, McCarthy Tosson um, yes. Umar Nias Kugel Martinez who reappeared the you have to pay sort of half his wage though so all that money that he's got they've got in extra yeah. Camel there we're going on Umar's wage <laughs> if Holgate goes it's certainty isn't it we're getting another centre half you think well I, I was saying what, the, the Newcastle lad the guy who from Mainz we were talking off there about um, he has played centre half whether we don't get the classic as the cover. Well, he, even if even if you, you class him as the fourth, if you like, he's still obviously Mina Keane, Kurt Zuma, Gabamon, Gibson. Is the, Gibson yeah. is, is being fancied, yeah, nice. although he he, has, he didn't feature it yesterday um, against against Bremen. Well, this is, this might give rise to some legs in this decorum room then if that's the case. Because I find this really bizarre why we apparently we've made a bid for him, haven't we? Well, that's the only reason going on Gabamon. We look top heavy in central midfield. You've yeah. got Davis, Schneider, exactly. you know, McCarthy, wherever he stays, and then you've got Gomez, Delph. Yeah. You do look very top heavy in there. Whether he does put Gabamon as a centre half, I don't know. But what's, what's everyone's thoughts on that, Decore? Do you think there's legs in it? And if, it, if there is legs in it, would you want him to come in? There is legs in it because, yeah, I, I do think something has gone on there. Silver, I think, promised he was going to come in for him mm-hmm. when he moved, didn't he? Um, How old is he now? Does anyone know? Is he about 25, 26? I'll have a look for you now while we're talking. Right, um, yeah. But I don't particularly get it, to be honest. It's, it's, it's a massive pain a few quid for him, aren't you? Well, you said before, mm-hmm. before we recorded, is that the end of Tom Davis? If, if something yeah. like, like the Corey comes in, it would be a shame for yeah. me. But it doesn't make sense. It really doesn't make sense to me. I mean, I know we, we could technically lose McCarthy and Snyder before the, the window closes, which is fine. Um, but we've got ample cover, I think. And if you if you're talking about Delph, Gomez, Gabamon, and Davis, we've got we've got enough there to just to be in the Premier League, League Cup, and FA Cup. We're not in Europe. We've, that, that's more than enough, isn't it? So it just I don't get the rumor at all. To be this honest, this is a big you. chunk of your budget, isn't it? If you're looking yeah, to spend, yeah. if you're going to buy Zoom, you, what do you say? Be about thirty mil something. Between thirty and forty. Yeah, I mean, the cover is not. You're not going to get him for anything less than forty million. Premier League to Premier League club, mm-hmm. like that. Not from Watford. I'm not from Watford who are going to basically want premium yeah exactly the snake waivers yeah, yeah. <laughs> got no time for them he's 26 the core right? yeah so he's a good age isn't he he's, right. at, he's at the top end of what what the the brand's model if you want to go yeah. off that isn't he so I, I don't but then we're signing this Brazilian kid as well for like that's a lot of inside. I think he's like where's all this bloody uh, oil money coming from well let's well, let, well let's, <laughs> let's see let's see listen all we can Russia. say is <laughs> <laughs> gas money gas money USM all, all we yeah. can say is that it's going to be busy. Um, both incomers and outgoings are going to be absolutely pivotal, I think, to to, to the club. Um, it's exciting what's happened so far, though, and that's it's certainly uh, gone through my expectations. Yeah, I think it's been I think it's been a fantastic window so far. People might laugh and oh, you know, we've brought in five players that for me all that to that squad. Yeah, yeah, I'll make it better. I'll make it better. We're still missing a few, a, whole, yeah. a couple. And I fully expect them to come in before before Thursday. And not just add to the squad, I think, like really give Silver a headache in terms of who's yeah. going to play, and that's what he wants. He wants options, doesn't he? You know what I mean? Rather than thinking every week, right, you're definitely playing. 
I mean, that's why we need to bring a right back to push Coleman a bit as well. Mm-hmm. Not that, you know, no disrespect to Seamus, I think he, he did have a good second half of the season, he showed his old self again. But again, he needs someone to push him, doesn't he? Yeah. All players need that. Personally, as well, I think last season's first six and this season's first six fixtures yeah. have been kind to us. Yeah. Um, our Wolves was a tricky start last year, but we had like Bernard, we had Gomez I mean, who came injured, with Charleston, started the house on fire. But they're all settled now, yeah. and with the kind fixtures, Gomez doesn't need to settle, Delft doesn't need to settle. Yeah. Yeah. It could be a really. Uh, it's an opportunity. It is, definitely. Well, Bernard's had a pre season. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You're right, yeah. Great little segue there, mate. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly, exactly. Right. Well, you know, going on to or looking at pre season, obviously, we, we, we know we, we've lacked goals, which has been assessed by, like, by obviously Keane coming in and what have you. But looking specifically at the Bremen game and how we set up in that game, what are your thoughts on that? Because there was one notable. Difference, I think, between how we set up probably the back end of last season when we were performing well, and how we played that game against Bremen, and Lee knows exactly what I'm all about. Here. Yeah, well, he clearly, he clearly went, he clearly went four three three, didn't he, yeah. in that game? And um, one thing I noticed as well, you know, obviously we've all, Silver's all, he's not like the like the, the Gergen pressing thing, is he? He likes to press the space and interceptions is a big thing in his in his tactics. Right, you can really see like in that game. I think that's that's what we're going to start with against Palace, by the way unless anyone else comes in now and walks straight in. I think if Delph is fit, I think he'll start with that against Palace. And you can see like the energy levels. I mean, you mentioned it, people were obviously on WhatsApp, but you could see it, can you? You could see they were really trying to... And I know we were talking about centre-halves as well, they were pushed quite high up. And against teams last year when we had the majority of the ball, I think going back to the Zuma thing again, when it was flipped over the top, we were vulnerable. So you know, if you're going to push up that high up the pitch and the midfield do the same and then the forwards do the same, you're winning it back. In yeah. their half, you know, and that's that's what dare I say, like Liverpool City are so good at, aren't they? You know, you're winning it 20, 30 yards from their goal, and then it's a case of picking the right pass. And we didn't do that enough against Bremen. We got in some great positions. I think there was one bit where um, Bernard got in it, Calvert Lewin made the run, and he gave it to him and tried to give it him back instead of swiveling and have a shot. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, but that's the thing. If we can win it back in there, I think that's how he. That's the identity he wants for us. Do you think you'll see him mix the systems? Because people keep saying that Marco Silva likes to play four three three. I guess another term for that's the single pivot, isn't it? Yeah, in yeah, the field. Yeah. Do you think we'll go back to a double when we play the so-called bigger teams? Potentially, potentially. I think yeah. the options there to do, which is good, but not just because I think we've always had that same formation. You could always, you just knew who was going to play yeah. in the turn-up, but I think yeah. having the options is, I think. We'll, we'll I think the, the, the better side adapt, don't do that's yeah. that's the key word. You, you've got to be able to adapt. You, you're able to adapt when one the players know the know the systems inside out, so changing to them is. is Dead, dead straightforward but two you've got the quality of player who can adapt and I think that window or this window now and, and previous windows well last summer we're bringing in quality players now to fit into the Marco Silva system whether it's one system two systems changing our play yeah. you're having the quality of player who can do that because in the past we, we, we've as we said before we, we've brought in numerous players for elevated fees who don't justify the fee and are particularly yet the great at one thing, but they don't particularly can't adapt to other systems, and that's the key. We've got to be able to do things differently against different sides because we struggled, don't we, against those sides yeah, that sit, that offers, sit, yeah. sit and break. I mean, Leicester games a prime example, albeit that was the end of the Christmas period, and you could tell both teams were absolutely knackered. But they literally just scored a goal on the break with Vardy, and then literally did nothing all game. So yeah. one then break us down, and we, can't. And we couldn't do it. Every you time I mean? we, every, every time we fell behind last season, we struggled to get back into the game, didn't we? Yeah. Um, and that's that. The, the key is now, okay. Well, how do we, how do we 
sort that out. That's one side we need to improve on, and I think it's great. Looking yesterday, that's what that's what he's trying. It's to great do. to see us playing that way, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, as a fan, you want to go there. You want to see that aggressive attacking footy, don't you? Yeah. You know, we had under Kewin, and then latterly after that under Allardyce. Let's be honest with you. It was it was like borderline dross, wasn't it? You did well to have a shot on target in two or three games. Yeah. You know, he, there were snippets of it last season. I mean, you mentioned before, mate, about the West Ham game away, isn't yeah. it? I mean, they absolutely annihilated First him, didn't they? You know what I mean? Minutes, they yeah. destroyed. It could have been five or six, yeah. you know, and that and that's what you want. I mean, yeah. it's about making the key. You know, you can get technically good footballers things like that, but and Guardiola goes on about it all the time. It's the, that intelligence in the final third and it to make the right pass. I think that's what we need as well. Wolves were a prime example. They didn't, you know. They come to our place and turn us over, then they yeah. didn't go to these grounds and think we're a newly promoted side. We've got quality, yeah. but let's just sit back. I, th- I think these, you know, they, they mixed up a bit and they had goals from all different places. Yeah, they did. They did. I think. I think. We'll, we'll look. We'll hopefully start. I think you mentioned at the, the start of the season there is an opportunity, but I also hope we don't do what we always do as a fan base. Sometimes, if we're not suddenly in the top four after five or six games, like he's absolutely garbage. What's the manager? Doing? You know, you don't want any of that. I can see us going to Palace. And yeah, they have struggled a bit in pre-season. But also, I just think he's not going to want to get beat, is he, that first 100%. game? And I think we have looked in pre-season. I mean, you mentioned uh, Mina Pete the other day. Um, we haven't been scoring, but we've also looked pretty solid, haven't we? Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, we haven't looked like we're going to concede many. Well, we didn't do the back end of last season, did we? And it was, it's nice to take that into, into obviously, uh, pre-season. I think Pickford's been on, on good form as well. I see the last, last few games, he made a couple of decent saves yesterday as well. But didn't Mina get one of the match as well, isn't that, though? Um, no, where well, people were saying that he, yeah, he's the one who probably stood out yesterday um, but I think with Jordan Pickard I mentioned before is he being pushed a bit more now because he's, he's got someone who, who threatens his place a little bit more than, than the, the hologram did <laughs> I, I don't know but maybe that's that's a key factor as I say is the quality coming in but um, pre-season yeah as I said it's, we, we've had a lack of goals we, we've looked solid which is great um, but pre-season's always a time to work on these things isn't it and I think who we brought in will will fit into the system. Bernard is a strange one for me. He came in for a bit of flat the other day on on, on Twitter as well. And I'm a big fan of his. I think Moses are a big fan. Of his. I think he's a technically fantastic footballer. Um, he's intelligent as well. Um, I do think sometimes if you're really picky, he doesn't always make the right decision. And you know when he gets in those great positions, he doesn't always. He's not clinical, is he, with his finish or his final pass? I think that's where Silver, I think, will want him to improve. But apparently, hasn't he been playing as a as a tail? I was just going to say on the topic of Bernard, I had a little uh, yeah. little bird told me a little rumor that yeah the coaches have been working with him more as a ten. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I mentioned earlier on about Sigurdsson. Is is Sigurdsson going to particularly hold down that spot there? Is it just about us being interchangeable and having players who can play in various positions? He's a different type of players than Sigurdsson. Hundred percent, he is. He's yes. the sort of player that will get it on half turn and then look at and run at you. And then maybe slide people in. He's a type who needs to be on the ball constantly. Yeah. There's some games where um, he didn't see it for ten minutes, fifteen minutes, and then when he did get it, decision making was you know. Yeah. And, but I think uh, you're right. I think maybe it's psychological to make Sigurdsson think. Cause yeah. I think he played most games last year. You know, he could play there. So be on your toes, it's sharpen your game up. Yeah. I tell yeah. you what, I do like about Guilty Sigurdsson though. I do think he's better as a ten. Yeah, uh, but I do think he can play deeper because I think he's so underrated defensively. Yeah, I've said that, I've said that before. He's, he's got a real shift, right to tackle, and he's quite physical. Isn't yeah, he's, he's got, got, he's got, got the work rate. Yeah. He's got the work rate. I think about all the players, especially around me in the game. He is like Marmite. You either do like him, yeah. and I, I'm a massive fan. I am. Uh, assists, yeah. goals. I just don't see 
when people don't like him, why have they, they have an agenda on him? Really, they've got an agenda because of his price. Because yeah, Pam was it forty five million we paid yeah. for him, and it's never scored a free kick at home. Yeah, you know <laughs> that that's what the agenda is. People yeah. don't like the fact we paid a lot of money for him, and and does his price tag justify the return? Football, money, money, money in football. I don't care. Last season, I don't. I think he did. I do I don't care now. I mean, look, like you said, Harry Maguire's just gone for eighty five million. The market is absolutely skewed. You know what I mean? It's absolutely ridiculous. But I do think Sigurdsson. Um, you know, look at his stats. I mean, in a team last year that was very much in transition mm-hmm. and obviously up and down I mean his, his stats stood out and he, what do you get double figures goals he and assists he got three more but then he missed a few pens he could have got a couple more yeah exactly he, yeah exactly and, and not only that I mean the, the argument sometimes is in some games he probably does go missing occasionally he doesn't get on the ball enough I think he doesn't I mean that's been super well, super harsh I think it's been a bit super harsh but I do think sometimes when I've seen it like at Goodison that sometimes it I think we had a cup game at home and I'm just thinking you're dying for him to just mate you've got all this quality demand the ball yeah. demand it give it me I'll do something because mm-hmm. you can do something out of nothing I mean look at the goal he scored against Leicester mm-hmm. I mean what a goal I mean he's probably the only player in our squad that could probably do that yeah. Yeah. you know yeah. what I mean I mean from 30 yards I mean basically passed it into the top corner didn't he he you scored, I mean? he scored like, some cracking goals I mean was it one of Fulham where he slotted it better with his left foot Exactly. Yeah. It's always it's yeah. always a control. Thing. It's yeah. like a side foot. United, 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 he's pinned that from twenty five yeah, exactly. to eighty yards. Yeah. The, the, the lad's quality. Um, but I think yeah, no no one Bernard's been working as a number ten. It, it makes it does make a lot of sense to yeah. be honest with you. Looking at the kind of players with trying to bring in to have on the right and left, yeah. it does make a lot of sense to have players who are adaptable and can play in a variety of positions. That that's what good teams are all about, yeah. aren't they? Can you go back on that pod and just cut that bit out, Pete? When I said Bernard can play ten, <laughs> I think both of you two told me where to go, didn't you? No, no. What we said was Gilbert Sigurdsson plays best as a number ten. Yeah. Is what we said. Right. Okay. Find out as well, Pete, because we said that numerous okay. times. Pete just agreed with me then. He just said that he can play a bit deeper, like as an eight. It's just right. pacifying you. Yeah. But let's well, you know, going going from that now, let's let's look ahead now. We're on the eve of the new season, aren't we? And you know, transfer window's nearly over. We go away to Sellers Park against the Palace side and we don't really know who they're going to have who they, who they will have brought in they've lost Wan-Bissaka yeah. Wilfred Zaha is coming to Everton exclusive but p- potentially he could be leaving whether it's towards or someone else so you mentioned there PTA on about it's as if Palace are waiting almost for the Zaha matter to be wrapped up before they make any kind of moves in the transfer market so who, who are we going to be playing against because looking at their squad there it's just what we saw last season. We they struggled, they struggled to score goals, I mean. They struggled. Ben Taki's been injured a lot. Yeah. They've not really, I mean, uh, the, the German lad in, in midfield looked really good for them in pre season. Max Meyer. Um, he's looked sharp. He's obviously got, got something about him. But I think they genuinely struggled to score goals. They've always had that problem under Hodgson. If you look at the game when we went there and played them, it was towards the end of the season, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. We absolutely murdered them there, didn't we? And we had about 20 shots or something like that. And they basically hung on for dear life, and I think Tosin had that. Was that the game he had the flick? Yeah, 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 exactly ridiculous. Yeah. That was. I mean, we wouldn't have scored if we'd have played for hours there. But the point of the matter is, we dominate. I'm not saying the game will go exactly like that because they're going to be up for it. First game, crowd's going to be well up for it. The, pal- the Palace but, was banging his drum in the corner. Yeah, if we play anything like our level, hopefully we'll score. Because if we, if we get an early goal, I think we win it. But other than that, I do think it could be quite a tight game. That um, I think. I think. It's you know early games in the season are, can always de- be be quite tight. You know, both sides trying to work each other out. Um, you know, with, with us especially, we we will have changed a lot of personnel from last season. But what I would say is, from the off, 
the side who starts, I think, will be made up totally of players who we haven't brought in. The only one who might start, if he's fit, is Delph. Mm-hmm. If Delph doesn't start, then I fully expect the midfield two Shadow. of Gomez. I think Snadden will be gone. I think right. Gomez and Davis will be the two that start. In Davis, will, yeah. I think he'll slot him in. I think I think Gabamon's going to come in as the weeks go on. Has he had a pre-season, Gabamon? You know, we went to the no, he, he went to hasn't played at all in pre-season. Did he yeah. play in that tournament as well? Did he? He yeah. played in the African Cup of Nations. Yeah, he played as well. Yeah, yeah, squad, yeah. Right. So he, he went. So the the side that starts, the side we saw against Bremen, would be pretty similar to that. I would say. Um, with looking at the, the newer players who've been brought in, will then eventually, obviously, over the coming weeks and months, will then gradually come into the side. Um, What's your thoughts, Pete? How do you think it'll go? In terms of result or in terms of line? Yeah, just the game in general. Well, generally, it's a hard place to go, isn't it? Palace are normally really solid, hard to break down, but they've had such a weird, disruptive, and settled pre season, and I think that'll go into the first game. I'm not saying I think we'll turn them over, but I fully expect us to win. You just, you just want to come up with a win or a positive result. I mean, if you come away with a draw, it wouldn't be too bad. But to get a win in the first game away from home would be great. Setting up obviously the Watford game, uh, first home game of the season would, would be great. But Phil, what do you think? I think we've just got to go there very aggressive and, and on point and, and go yeah. at them. Um, yeah. Years gone by, we let it, you know, like you said, Palace is a hard place to go, but we, we use that mentally and mm. we sit back and let them come on to us. I do believe we'll win. I do think we will. Gareth will win. Um, I think it helps if we do start, which we're probably going to, with the side that have played last season in the silver system and know it inside out. That will help us massively because they know exactly what's expected of them yeah. in terms of the the role, the playing as well. So, yeah, I I, I think. I mean, let, let, let's let's get our results out there now because I I can't wait. Let's. I'm going to say Everton two nil, and, and I can see a Richarlison goal. And a uh, big David Moyes Keane off, off the bench, off the bench, <laughs> off the bench with a little back romantic. Yeah, hey, I just think we're going to start. We're just going to start positively. That such a feel-good factor around the club at the moment. We, I disregard pre-season anyway. It means means absolutely nothing other than getting the players fit. Um, but yeah, I, I expect a comfortable two-nil win for the Blues. Phil, what's yours? Uh, I was going to go two 0 Say it, Phil. It's okay. Uh, I, I won last season prediction, so just stick with me. Hold on, we didn't even. <laughs> I'll go, I'll go one nil. Um, just how tight we've been at the back, um, and we haven't looked like you know scoring a lot of goals in pre-season. But uh, I do believe we'll, we'll win. He's going to score for uh, Sigurdsson. Oh, Pete, not, not, not a pen though. <laughs> yeah. Not on pens anymore. That's why we don't want that anyway. Yeah. Win ten pens <laughs> I, I think unless Palace have an unbelievable four last four days at the transfer window, I think we're going to go there and win three nil. Oh, 3-0 two for, two for Charleston one for Guilfi you got two you got two last season opening day didn't you against Wolves yeah. yeah. uh, that's ambitious that. I, I think like you guys I think it'll be a bit, I think it'll be a bit closer than that you're going to say your famous line from last season it'll be, <laughs> gonna be quite, yeah, quite tight I think it'll be quite tight <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> I do think you know, if we, if we play anything like our level that we played and we, we gave them all sorts of trouble I think even Hodgson came out after the game and said I don't know how we got a draw out of that you know, it was one of those games but um I can. I think it'll be a bit close. I think it'll be. I'm gonna go one nil. Like you, I think one nil. I think I can see his Richardson getting a goal because he's, he's had a great copper America. He's on a wave, and I can see him being well up for it like he was last season on the first day. Do you realise if we sign Zaha and we've got players involved in a swap deal, 
and one of them is, is Cheng Toss and he, he will score oh, yeah. against us yeah. on a Saturday. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a hard bloody scoring against us probably if he doesn't go. Exactly, well. yeah. 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 The, the way it no, works. We'll get a bamf for dive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, was going to say, that's what's on that. Do, do you think the reason we haven't got to hard is, I know there's 37 other games because we are playing the first game and going back there, or do you think that may... I think football's such a business nowadays mm. that that surely it can't factor into the thinking. I think if, if they can make... Sixty million pound on a player or whatever it might be, then they're gonna they're gonna sell out. Mm. It's a, it's a money game, and it with all the the financial fair play, what have you now? They've, they've got to be to be making money or breaking even or or what have you. So I don't think so. They they know his they know his value as much as I think it's it's massively inflated for what he actually does. They know it. They they've got a value for mm. him. Uh, I think if he does come, we will get it'll be a, a cash plus numerous player deal, mm. uh, which gets them. You know, half decent players at their at their quality and a good a good bit of money as well. But uh, a full house of Everton victories, I think, speaks volumes really for for the positivity we've got going into the season. But yeah. outside of that game, what are our thoughts? Let's speak maybe a bit generally on, on how the Premier League is going to go, not only for ourselves but but in general. If we start with us, then if we, if we think on the whole, then we, how do you see us? finishing the season I, I think centre half is crucial if we can get a zoom in I think that could make a big difference I think we can genuinely give the top six a push I do think I know everyone's writing off you know transitionary teams like Arsenal Chelsea United whatever I, you know, don't get me wrong I think you know the way we played against some of them last year we will give them trouble but you can't write those guys off I do think Lampard will get a tune out of Chelsea I think they'll do alright yeah. I, think, I think he will I think the fans love him I think you know he's going back there. I think you'll get a tune out of him. I think you know you, can't, you, know, you can't buy a Kedzuma Chelsea shirt, do. <laughs> but you can buy a Chelsea shirt with Super Frank eight on the back. Just put it out there. Yeah, it says it all. <laughs> no, but I do think United can be gettable. Um, I do think Arsenal are frightening going forward uh, with Pepe now adding to that. But I do think again defensively, like we said off air, then I think they, they may struggle defensively because we. You know, we could have scored five. I was going to say the frightening at the back as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but um, I just think look, hinges on having a, hopefully a good start, and the fixtures are kind, like you said. Hopefully, we'll have a solid start. But I do, I do think we need to get those couple of signs up. Particularly Zoom, I think will, will reassure me a little bit as a fan that you know we've kept that sort of that team from last year, and then we've added to it with quality as well. Sense of pivotal, isn't it? I think definitely to to, to how we're going to go this season because if we if we go into the season. Or we are two centre halves a, a key in a minute. As much as they are both good centre halves and obviously they, they do a job, they just don't work together. So centre half is massively massively key. But teams uh, around us, if we're going to talk a bit about that, I think Leicester will have a good season. By the way, I know Rogers gets a lot of flack and all that, but I think you know I think he'll turn them around. Into, he's he signed some good players. I think yeah. it will be Everton and Leicester. Who yeah, one of us will or both could push him. Definitely. Yeah. And I think let's not let's not get it wrong. Now they've just got eighty five million quid in the kitty as well. They've already signed some good players, so well, I think they could spend. They could be having an interesting. I don't think they need to actually improve on centre half. Johnny Evans, do, you know, they've got a, not necessarily centre half. They can do it. They can add that eighty-five million now yeah. on. You know, well, the likes of, they've only got Vardy, haven't they? Really, yeah. Yeah. so they could get someone, you know, either to play with him yeah. or to play off him or whatever. I so. think they've, they've got to replace Maguire because if you go into the season with Johnny Evans and, yeah. and Wes Morgan. I think you're, you're going to struggle. Well, they're going to get Lewis Dunk, apparently. Oh, no, it looks like they're yeah. getting Tarkovsky. So, oh, is it? Yeah. It's yeah. from Burnley, yeah. the lad at Burnley. Appa- it? Apparently, Dunk right. was lined up, but then. Ridiculous the, fee. Well, Brighton Bright quoted them uh, a mad fee for, for Dunk as well, because they know they've got money, you see. That's, yeah, that's how it works, yeah. isn't it? You know, once you know that it's. Duffy's a better centre half than Dunk. 
Yeah, pr- probably. I probably agree. Yeah. Goals, it's probably worth forty million in this market. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I do think I do think Leicester will definitely. I think Telemans is a cracking signing. For yeah. I really rate him. He's a top player. Again, there was someone who slots um, back into their side seamlessly because he correct. was there for. Correct. And you know, he's, 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 he's definitely a talent. And um, I think Wolves all depends on how they do in Europa. But they've signed him well again. You know, in the window. You know, they've just signed another Sam Italian Hussle, kid. Sandy. Yeah, uh, they've signed this very highly rated yeah Catroni from, from, from AC he's, he's really highly, highly rated as well so I do think he's nowhere moist keen is he no, I do think I do think Wolves and Leicester will push us a little bit uh, West Ham's a weird one I know Pete's favourite club but um, <laughs> but West Ham's a weird one I, it all depends for me on it all comes down on whether that's Seb Haller actually who we were linked with it all depends on whether he's don't need to score about West Ham 11th, 12th they'll finish no mate I, borderline top no out. genuinely they've got some exciting players Pete and I think Pellegrini's not a bad coach I do think um, well he's, he's still working part time though in Aarhus isn't he so, <laughs> yeah, he's phone between two jobs no but you know, on a serious note I do think Halloween we were, we were apparently linked with him and he's, he's highly rated from Frankfurt and he scored quite a few goals it'd be interesting to see because they've always had half decent players the likes you know um remember now he was, he was a kid. yeah Lanzini I really rated him he's like Casino style isn't he and you know, they've always had some really talented players in midfield but they've never really had an out and out top goal Anderson scorer well. Anderson Philippe Anderson yeah Philippe Anderson in, in flashes last year yeah. looked absolutely top draw didn't he so I do think you know and, and he was a lot of scored against us at um, yeah I'm a yeah I mean he, he's coming back from injury he scored two at our place didn't he that was a weird game that was a weird game but um, no, look, I, I, Leicester are my main worry yeah. for us pushing teams, if you want to say, emerging out of that sort of pack to push the top six. I think City, you know, uh, City and Liverpool, I think, are going to. I think they're just street. So where, where are the Blues going to finish for you? I I think I got asked this the other day actually. I, I genuinely I think I think it'll be fifth or sixth. Fifth or sixth. And again, that's if we get the centre half in. I think it'll be fifth or sixth. I just think that top four Silva needs another season again to get probably another few more players that he probably wants and get that squad that he wants to really try and push that top four what are you saying Mike? I've thought about this long and hard to be honest with you in terms of what we can actually do as Lee said it's centre half is pivotal for me it's, it's so important to get that centre half in and if we add someone like a Zaha if you like I'm not saying I'm his biggest fan but someone like that yeah, as well um, cover it right back is, is a little bit of a concern because like I like players to be pushed at each position and I think we've got that not so much at the moment it's centre half and, and that right back um, if we get a couple more through that door I'm looking at yeah I'm looking at fifth I think yeah. we're, I think we're going to push them I, th- I think the squad is massively balanced and it will be massively balanced we've had a season under the same manager players have got a full pre-season now who didn't have one last year and players key players in, in Gomez in Bernard and Mina you know he's come back from Cop America but he's he's been fit for a while which helps as well um, so I just think that we're in a much much better position than we were say this time last season so I think fifth I think fifth or sixth most definitely but fifth fifth is definitely going to be on um, for ourselves what about you saying Pete what do you think I've got with fifth as well um, who, who, who do you see dropping out of that that sort of top five well, six I think Arsenal are just too much to live with going forward yeah yeah they're poor at the back and they're unstable at the back but I think Emery is a far better coach than either Lampard or Solskjaer 
Yeah, agreed. Um, and I think Arsenal are going to get that fourth spot. Um, I think Solskjaer is going to be the first manager to go. You think? Yeah. I do. I think he'll be gone um, around Christmas. Uh, although they've got Maguire, uh, that might give him a bit of grace. I think he's past his honeymoon period. Um, yeah. Lampard. I mean, yeah, he's a hero there. I'm sure he's a good young coach, but I just think the job's come too soon for him. It's come though. It, he's been brought in obviously for a reason because they can't sign players. Let, let's pacify and bring in a Chelsea, a Chelsea legend in Frank Lampard. You know, but I often find with when you bring in former players that can massively backfire. Yeah, it's romantic. It's great. You know, look at Anshir at Newcastle. He went down. Yeah, yeah but, I mean Lampard's far more intelligent than Shearer. That's how it right. He is, but he is, but look, they've lost Hazard as well. Let's not forget exactly. that you know, massive. You've got you've yeah. lost your best player. Um, you know, arguably one of the best players in the world. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, so, so I, I, I do think I, I, yeah, it's hard to say with them. You're right; they're a bit of an unknown. But I do think they've got enough quality in that squad to to, to still get top four. So for me, it's City. Them on the other side of the park. Spurs, Arsenal, Everton, Chelsea, United, Leicester. But they are. That's yeah, what I see. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's a well thought out piece. Because I haven't, I haven't even told you about um, champions yet. But we'll, Phil, what do you think, mate? For the Blues? Um, I've been thinking about this in different ways. I, I do I do think we're going to get closer to a cup. And I know we are banging on about that and listening to, to Silver uh, and, and the likes of Delph and the likes of the new signings that come in. I think we are building the squad to be more capable of playing in your um, League Cup, FA Cup and going for higher spaces in the, in the league but I, I know it sounds funny because we have been in the top four and consecutive finishing fifth and sixth and things but I think we are actually closer I know points wise it was ridiculous last year to, from the top six to the best of the rest but when you when you look at Arsenal and United you, you you wouldn't have many Arsenal players apart from the front three in our team, but you'd yeah. have, they would have a lot of our players. I think United the same. Um, and I think I, I agree with you. I think we can finish above United and Arsenal. Um, again, it's luck, injuries. Yeah. Um, but getting off to a good start, like we were saying about like centre half and getting our players in now, I do believe that we can we can finish fifth. I, I do think we we can. But if we are to go. It's one or the other. A strong performance in the league, or we will get very close yeah. to a cup this year, whether we get to the the final or semi final. I just think it's very close now that with Arsenal's defence with the deadline shutting on on Thursday, they do, they look terrible. Uh, United, I think they're becoming Newcastle now, where they're dying to win that back to where they were, and it's not going to happen for another ten years, in my opinion. Uh, and like you're saying there about City and Liverpool, the, the miles ahead. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I think I mean I think we'll all agree that City are the ones for the for the league. I know Pete said they expect City. Fully agree, Man City. Uh, for me, struggling the league. They got, yeah. they, got well, they won the domestic treble last year. And, and, you know. That one that that wasn't uh, on Sky. They must have was it. They were too busy banging us on about the Liverpool in the game. <laughs> and to be honest, they should have got to the final as well if it was, they weren't robbed in, in yeah. the AAR for anything. Yeah, I think yeah, I think City will win it. <sighs> yeah, I love to see Liverpool be in the bottom three, but I'll yeah, they're probably going to finish second, aren't they? I think out of those injuries for them though, you know, if they lost someone like a man or, 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 or um, yeah, but they won't. No, they won't. They Salah, say. They won't. Know, if Salah gets injured there, it doesn't come into it. Big chunk of their goals gone, isn't it? Yeah, but it doesn't come into it with them, does it? 
there's, yeah. there's some kind of bloody uh, what's the name the, the devil's club for a reason they do that's right that's the way it is isn't it that's the way it is but they'll probably come second yeah I think I think Arsenal can probably push Tottenham a bit more than maybe they've got they goals in that team so they have and I know, I know the defence is not particularly great but I, I think yeah and Tottenham have, haven't particularly they haven't they brought in the Don Valley haven't yeah, they in the midfield which he player, is yeah he is but they have, they've got a great coach and they're pretty solid they, they, they are they are yeah, well balanced, I think yeah. there's unsettlement there if you heard Trippier Pochettino's unsettled himself as it? well for Trippy to come out on English based mm. guy saying there's 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 things going on behind the scenes Rose as well. Yeah, yeah. And Pochettino Where's Trippier gone? He's got that yeah. yeah. And Pochettino said if he had won the league the Champions League, he would have gone. That's apparently But he, he also said Pochettino this week that he should just be called now the coach of, mm. of Spurs, mm. not the manager, because transfers are nothing to do with him. So he's a little bit peeved, I think. So maybe he's, take, he's taken them to that next level. He has done. Yeah. But, but maybe, but maybe but that maybe. next next level of winning to I mean they've got yeah. You know, they got to the Champions League final. I mean, that's massive credit to him there yeah. for doing that with that squad. But I, th- I think, I think that they're on Arsenal's third or fourth either way, and then I think the Blues can finish above Chelsea and Man U for sure. Um, I think to go down, I'd love West Ham and Newcastle to be part of that bottom <laughs> three. Um, but I think Palace could be one. Norwich, really do. I think Nor- Norwich will go. Norwich, yeah, Norwich, Sheffield United, I think. Are probably going to go Brighton. Yeah, yeah, I think Brighton will struggle as well. Villa have gone big, haven't they? they but have. Yeah, I fancy Villa. I know they brought in a lot and they spent a lot of money, and that doesn't always guarantee yeah, Fulham survival. Yeah, but I just think they've they've, they've bought all right, and I think they'll probably do enough to stay in the league. I really like the lad they've got at centre half. Is it Mings? Outside of Mings, yeah, I think he's a great player. He's a good player. Plus, they've got the Grealish, Grealish lad who's a good player as well. Yeah, the, the, listen, there's a bit of quality of Billy. Um, and the, the and they're a big club, let's have it right. Yeah, big side. There's been a mainstay, haven't they, in, in, in the top end of the They're not new, new boys. They do yeah, yeah, about yeah. The they've got yeah, a great following, yeah. great fan base. I don't, I don't mind Billy at all. I've got a lot of time for Billy. You know, they, they are a big club, they've got a cracking ground, they've got a great history. Uh, I always felt a bit sorry for them when they, when they did go down. Um, but they've, they've got themselves back. I hope he stay up. You know, as I say, I'd love Newcastle and West Ham to go to the Championship, but I just think that uh, there's, there is worse sides. Definitely West Ham have got a, got a decent little side there, to be honest with you. There's worse sides in them. Um, but the, the key thing is is that, that Everton do the business for me. I'd love a trophy. I, I wouldn't we all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just fancy the, the, the balance to our side and our squad and our management, uh, management structure. Everything about us screams positivity at the moment that could change with three or four games into the season mm-hmm. couldn't it you know um, but yeah I, I do expect a good season for the Blues to be honest top scorer for the Blues mm-hmm. Richardson for me yeah same I think Richardson yeah, yeah, yeah you mean yeah. a second <laughs> <laughs> with yeah I've gone with Charleston with, well. with 15 did yeah. you see penalties you right on the Pickford, you said on pens. I'm, I'm still saying Pickford. Yeah, like, 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 like Sheila there. Just get him down there for, for penos. Yeah, hammer, hammer left foot. Yeah, just whip them in. No, I think Luca Dean takes on pens. Have Luca Dean every day of the week, left foot, I told him. Someone's going to have to be practicing if he do get Zara, though, definitely. Milivojevic scored about 20 pens yeah. in two seasons, hasn't he? It's incredible. Uh, he's only well, he, it, he always sits highly in the fantasy league, which brings us nicely on to, to our fantasy league. So if you want to get involved, we have got one running for the new season. The codes out there on on Twitter to join, so it's the Premier League.com Fantasy League. Winner gets Everton shirt uh, from nineteen twenty of their choice, and obviously the the main prize is an unholy Trinity podcast mug, uh, which I'm sure everyone signed. 
So, yeah, signed by the lads. Yeah, I'm sure everyone wants wants to we'll sign as well. Yeah, all all guests can sign. Yeah. Um, but get yourselves involved. It's filmed up massively now. It's we're over over sixty, seventy uh, nearly now. So get yourselves involved. Um, we'll be back next week rounding up our transfer activity with um, with the guru himself, El Pivote, Andy Andy McGregor's back on. Uh, we'll also look back at hopefully a positive result away at Sellers Park. And we look forward to the first home game of the season against our major rivals, the Snake Boys, Watford. <laughs> so we'll catch you next time. The Unholy Trinity Podcast. Three blues, three opinions, one Everton podcast. Podcast Network.